Welcome to the place where your two favorite decades come together as one. Actually, I think the only other time this happened in history was uh, New Year's Day 1980. I guess that would be the other example. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 70s versus the 80s podcast. This is Wolfman Mike on the mic. And if you ever poured high C out of a tin can into a plastic tumbler and then drank it up with a Kool-Aid crazy straw, this is the podcast for you. Today's episode is called The Little 500 Go-Kart Race. And what this basically is, is that if you just imagined all your the rock stars from the 70s and 80s, and well, we even got some 90s in there today, if they all got together to do a go-kart race, um, what it would sound like in their own words. Does everybody know what TikTok is? I'm not entirely sure I do. But all I know about it is it's taking all these old songs and making them popular again. So I was kind of hoping that it'd be the same thing with this clip show. Maybe you'll uh, hear a song you haven't heard in a long time and you'll go ahead and stream it or play it on your vinyl. So let's get to it. The little 500 race. Let's get down trackside right now. We are here at the state of the art 70 versus the 80s go-kart speedway that stretches all the way from Walmart to Walgreens and then all the way down to Wall Drug and finally ends across from the Chipotle drive-thru. Mmm, sounds delicious. And as you just heard, I am joined by my co-race reporter, Awesome Augie. Now, every driver here has a headset on so they can communicate with us during the race. And it's important to note that these are actually golf carts. We're calling them go-karts, but what they are is they're golf carts. That way the whole band can fit in the cart if they have to. And they come equipped with souped-up go-kart engines. They have racing decals and the numbers and all the sponsors and the whole bit like that. And boy, howdy, is it a hot one out there today. I just seen the Eagles cart pass by, and I believe Glenn Fry was driving although Don Henley was wrestling for control of the steering wheel. That makes perfect sense. I hope this does not cause him to break up over control issues. After all, the Eagles have always had such a squeaky clean reputation. I hope this does not cause him to fracture as a group and all take up solo careers. I mean, surely that would never happen. Right, Don Henley? dear Don Henley. Oh dear God, no. Yeah, right, Augie. Like the Eagles are ever going to break up. What are they going to do? Break up and have a bunch of solo clears? Well, that reminds me. Hey, Glenn Fry, how's the hot temperature affecting the race? Wow, that sounds really hot, Glenn. And I see you're being followed closely by the Van Halen cart, and that is being driven by David Lee Roth. Uh, David, David, can you hear me? I just wanted to know, how's, how's this heat affecting your driving? Yeah, we're running a little bit hot tonight. I can barely see the road from the heat coming up. 
not easy there, Diamond Dave. I, I guess that's the last time we go to David Lee Roth for a status update. Yeah, I don't even know where he was going with that. But to change subjects rapidly, I see that Night Ranger has moved all the way up from last pole position all the way up to 18th place. Night Ranger, you guys are doing really well. What's your strategy? still never tell what the hell he shouts after that motoring line. Uh, I hate to interrupt you, Augie, but now I see something rather odd. The Gin Blossom's car is doing circles on purpose. Now, I don't know about you folks, but when I was growing up in Minnesota, we called that doing donuts. But I think other parts of the country call it whipping shitties. I'm going to throw it over to you, awesome Augie. What do you call that? Do you call that doing donuts or whipping shitties? Ah, Wolfman Mike, I think almost everybody calls that whipping shitties. I think only a hick growing up in the frozen tundra of Minnesota would actually call that doing donuts. Ah, come on, Augie, they called it doing donuts in season three of the television series Fargo. My point exactly, Wolfman. Okay, whatever. But now I see a police car with lights and sirens going is now on the track chasing the Gin Blossoms go-kart around and round. Gin Blossoms, can you hear me over the sirens? What is going on down there? I know you guys were up drinking all night. Are you even in any shape to drive? And while that is going on, the Eagles go-kart is passing by everybody, including the Gin Blossoms and the police cars. They appear to be driving on the extreme left shoulder. Guys, why are you driving in that lane? Now the police have quit chasing the Gin Blossoms and have turned their sights on the Eagles. Okay, I'll try to keep everybody updated on what's going on with the Eagles, but it looks like awesome Augie's trying to get my attention right now. Uh, yeah, Wolfman, it seems like the U2 car is pulled over. They want to talk to you. It, uh, seems like they're lost. Um, they're what? Uh, yeah, they're, like, lost, and they just need directions. But you can't get lost on a race course. Okay, listen, I'll talk to them. Listen here, Bono, The Edge... You don't need directions on a race course. You just follow the course. Okay, I'll give you some direction. See that pavement out there? Go out there on the pavement and start driving on it. Does that make sense? It's a race course. Of course they have no street names. Okay, Bono, Edge, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. John Bon Jovi's driving by right now. John Bon Jovi, come over here. Okay, he's a great guy. What I'm going to have him do is you follow him, and he will get you on the race course, and you won't get lost anymore. Just stay right behind him. How about it, John Bon Jovi? Does that work for you?
So you see there, Bono? All you have to do is go to the finish line with John Bon Jovi. Do you think you can do that? Uh, Wolfman, I got some breaking news. That police car that's been buzzing around the track and following the Eagles, it's really not the police, it's just the police. Huh? What the hell does that mean? I can see that it says police right on the side of their car there. Uh, I mean, it's not the police like 5-0, it's like the police like it's, okay, Sting and Stuart Copeland are in the car. You gotta be kidding me. Okay, let me get this all figured out. Uh, hey, police car, are you like police, like police department, or are you like police uh, synchronicity? Okay, the fact that you're maintaining radio silence there right there makes me think you're not the real police. Plus, where are your lights and siren? Where are the lights and sirens, for Christ's sakes? You don't have to put on the red light. That's my point exactly. If you were the real police, you would have to put on the red light. Ah, Sting, you don't have a red light to put on. Glenn Fry just wants to know why are you chasing him? What's your obsession with Glenn Fry? Hey, nice stalking to you, Sting, as always. I guess I'll be stalking to you later. We will keep you updated on those developments, but it looks like Awesome Augie has bad news on the other side of the track. I sure do, Wolfman. Mike, it looks like over on turn number three, it looks like the salt and pepper go-kart has stopped right on the track. Ladies, ladies, what are you going to do with your go-kart now? You're right, Augie. It looks like salt and pepper's in a tight spot there. But it looks like, yes, Bob Seeger is pulling over to help him. Ladies, what do you think about that? Uh, well, Bob Seeger is from Detroit. He should know a little something about what's going on underneath the hood of this vehicle. That's an excellent point, as always, Augie. Hey, Bob Seeger. Looking under the hood of Salt and Pepper's vehicle, what kind of condition is it in, anyways? Oh, that's too bad, Bob. But you've checked all the connections. Why don't you just stand back for a second, because Peppa's going to try restarting the vehicle again. Okay, Bob, what kind of driving shape are they in now? Okay, let's not give up so quickly. Uh, Peppa's going to try starting the vehicle again. How's it looking now, Bob? Well, Bob, their go-kart is stuck right in the middle of the track. In your estimation, how mobile is it right now? Like a rock. Uh, 
I feel bad for Salt and Pepper, Wolfman, but they're not the only ones having trouble on the track. It appears that John Cougar and Mellencamp just cut off Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Augie, John Cougar Mellencamp is just one person. Good heavens, John Cougar Mellencamp. Were you even looking when you cut Bruce Springsteen off? Now Bruce Springsteen and him have clipped wheels, and John Cougar and Mellencamp is spinning out of control, and he's crashing through both sets of retaining walls. John, John, what's happening now? Awesome, Augie. Now John Cougar Mellencamp is totally out of control, and he is crashing through the empty cornfield. Uh, John, that kind of reminds me of your home state of Indiana. John, what does it look like out there? And that's not the only bad news. The accident has also caused Bruce Springsteen to crash, and it looks like he is buried axle-deep in mud right now. Bruce, Bruce, can you hear me? What is your status? Oh man, we may have to call for a caution flag because now Huey Lewis has gotten stuck in the mud right next to Bruce Springsteen. Now it appears that Huey Lewis is shouting something at Bruce Springsteen. Let's see if we can listen in. That's some great sentiment coming from Huey Lewis. Now it looks like he's getting out of his cart and he's wading through the mud to go and try and help rescue Bruce Springsteen. Now it appears that Bruce Springsteen is yelling something back at Huey Lewis. And I said, hey, got a man that's quicksand, that's quicksand, that ain't mud. Have you thrown your sounds to the war? Did you lose them in the flood? Ah, come on, Bruce. No one's worried about Quicksand since the 1970s when you wrote this song. I mean, Quicksand was on every sitcom, like Gilligan's Island and all the rest of them. I mean, was it ever even proven that Quicksand is actually a real thing? I don't know about that, Wolfman Mike, but now we're starting to have problems all over the track. It looks like Sammy Hagar's car is stuck in second gear and is slowing down to an extremely slow pace. Sammy... How does it feel to drive so slow? That's too bad because I know Sammy Hagar was really looking forward to trying to beat David Lee Roth. Well, awesome, Augie. All these accidents are just leaving havoc all over the track, but yet Kenny Loggins is driving around the track like he enjoys it. Uh, Kenny, what are the road conditions like out there? 
And Kenny Loggins isn't the only one avoiding accidents. The 38 car is avoiding all of the accidents also. And let me see, the 38 car belongs to 38 Special. That makes sense. Uh, 38 Special, what are you doing out there to avoid all those accidents? What's your secret? Grip on the steering wheel. Well, that's not bad advice, but unfortunately, we have more trouble in the track. There seems to be a, a cart stalled in the way over in the dark corner. Now, I fear it may be the REM cart. Now, the story with the REM cart is during the qualifying laps, it was way faster than all the other carts, and it was blowing everybody off the track, and they were calling their cart the big engine. But then they blew their big engine, and they had to get a second cart, and they called this one re-engine. Yeah, I, I don't get the name either. But now it appears they may be having trouble with this cart also. Awesome Augie, get the spotlight and shine it way over in the far corner over there. Yeah, the far dark corner, shine the spotlight over there. R.E.M., is that you? That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Losing my religion. <laughs> I mean, did he just say they're losing their re-engine? I, thought that I, heard you laughing. I mean, I'm sorry, did I laugh there? I, I didn't mean to laugh. Did you think you thought I laughed there? Well, I may have. I mean, can we just uh, can we just change the subject? Hey, awesome Augie, what looks like Prince is in a super cool go-kart. What kind of go-kart is that? Uh, I'm not sure, but that is a super sweet go-kart. Hey, Prince, what, what kind of souped-up go-kart is that? And now the Night Ranger car has pulled into first place. Night Ranger, how's it going? Yeah, I guess motoring's a good way to describe it. I tell you who else has been motoring. It's been the Van Halen cart. Uh, David Lee Roth has been doing a lot of bragging about the modifications they made to the engine in their cart. And he's been telling us it sounds absolutely great. So I tell you what, we put a microphone on their engine. And now that they're sitting down in pit row at a pit stop, let's see if we can listen in and see how great that engine does sound. Whoa, Wolfman Mike, are you hearing what I'm hearing? That engine sounds amazing. Huh, it certainly does, but it sounds familiar, like I've heard it somewhere before. Are we sure that Alex Van Halen's just not sitting in the back seat and drumming on the headrest to, to hot to teach her? Uh, let's give it another listen just to make sure. Aha, that's what I thought. That's Alex Van Halen drumming on the headrest. I mean, David Lee Roth, you have an electric engine for Christ's sakes. Ah, uh, now they're sitting in the pit stop arguing. I just hope this group doesn't break up over this. Uh, well, there's no time to worry about that right now, Awesome Augie. While Van Halen sits in the pit stop, 
The three lead vehicles are heading towards the finish line to win the race. Ah, uh, let's see. I see Gordon Lightfoot and Gautier, and they are being led by Phil Collins. I mean, Phil Collins has absolutely came out of nowhere. Phil, Phil, what do you think? Do you think you can win this race tonight? Oh, no. As Phil Collins was daydreaming there, he accidentally cut off Gautier. And now Phil Collins is overcorrected. Phil, watch out for the barrels that make up the barricades. Oh, I think Phil Collins managed to hit every single barrel there is. And I don't think that Gautier cares that he did it in a musical manner either. He's over there shaking his fist and yelling at Phil Collins. Let's see if we can hear what he's saying. Now Phil Collins is going absolutely berserk. Phil, come on. It's a charity go-kart race. What are you going to do? Are you going to sue Gautier? Are you going to sue us for organizing it? I mean, come on. I mean, you wouldn't sue us, would you, Phil? Dude, Phil Collins is just totally out of control. Uh, we have no time to worry about that right now, Augie. There was another car involved in the crash, and I can see that its headlights are out right now. I'm hoping that it was not Gordon Lightfoot. He had lovingly named his go-kart the Edmund Fitzgerald, and right now I can't see him anywhere. Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot, can you hear me? What happened to you and the Edmund Fitzgerald? Later that night when his lights went out of sight, came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, that's just too bad, Gordon Lightfoot. But while that is happening, Night Ranger crosses the finish line first and they become the first ever 70s versus the 80s little 500 go-kart race champions. Night Ranger, Night Ranger, congratulations. You survived all the crashes and you won the race. How did you manage to do it? And that's going to finish up the episode for the first time ever. 70s versus the 80s little 500 go-kart race. If you like these Crazy Clips episodes, we have a few more coming up. I know we have a Grunge Gods ones coming up. But Wolfman Mike, isn't Grunge Gods from the 90s? Yes, they sure are. They want to get in on the 70s versus the 80s, so that's going to be a special episode. But for these Crazy Clips episodes, I need your help. Please keep submitting your ideas. You can submit them to the 70s versus the 80s podcast on Facebook. Uh, for songs that you want to hear, uh, scenarios... And if I use it, I will read your name out and give you credit on air. Until next time, this is Wolfman Mike, and this has been the 70s versus the 80s.